It is a busy program. Hello to you. And we start in Morocco, where survivors of the powerful earthquake that struck on Friday say the government is not responding quickly enough to help people in remote regions of the Atlas Mountains. Some villagers have been digging through the rubble with their hands to recover bodies buried under collapsed buildings because heavy lifting equipment can't travel on roads blocked by landslides. Nearly 2,900 people are now confirmed to have died when the 6.8 magnitude earthquake struck about 45 miles southwest of the tourist hub of Marrakesh. International emergency workers are joining the recovery effort as Tom Bateman reports now from the Atlas Mountains. Dawn lights up the destruction in the village of Moulay Brahim. Morocco's most remote hillsides have become encampments of the survivors. Hakima has lost contact with her son, who fled the village, she says, to get help. She was already grieving. Her husband had been sick and died before the quake came. We are staying in the streets. I feel bad for my son. His dad passed away and I have to take care of him, says Hakima. People are here to help each other. The village's mosque, still standing, becomes a makeshift refuge. But in the morning we spent here, there were no signs of any official aid response. Hussein survived when his son freed him from the wreckage of their home. But his wife, Fatna, was killed. My wife, she stayed in the house. The ceiling came down and struck her. This comes from God, but thankfully, my son is safe, Hussein tells me. This is where homes once stood. Now people walk through a cascade of ruins. Recovery attempts across this remote region have been painfully slow. Well, so far, this clear-up is people having to do it by themselves. One of their neighbours at the top of the street here, the house was struck. A family of six was inside and five of them have been killed. Only the father has survived. But it feels like people barely even have time to grieve. You can see the humanitarian challenge that now remains. In another village, locals pull a body from the rubble. Spanish rescuers are on the ground there too, saying the destruction is absolute. Meanwhile, British rescue gear has arrived with a team of 60 specialists deployed from the UK. People are retrieving what they can from homes too damaged to live in. Morocco's survivors are now on the land with all they have left. Tom Bateman, BBC News, in the High Atlas Mountains. Well, live now to Sonia Omar, uh, the CEO of a charity that helps girls access education in rural parts of Morocco. Um, hello to you, Sonia. Thank you so much for joining us. Um, you must be watching the pictures uh, coming out from Morocco and, and worrying because just tell me about your charity in particular, because it's, it's very much in the area that it looks like most of the damage has happened. So what are you hearing from people on the ground? That's right, Sarah. Yes, um, the region we operate in is the region that was close to the epicentre of the earthquake. Uh, it couldn't have been a worse case scenario for us. We have six boarding houses. Uh, for the last 16 years, we've been insuring teenage girls from 
very remote villages are accessing education and the impact that's had on the communities that are thriving. Um, you know, these girls are amazing. Uh, and, and then suddenly, in just a few minutes, all of our boarding houses are severely damaged. But what's worse is because it was during the school holidays, the girls were all in their villages, and these are exactly the villages you're seeing on your screen. Um, we are trying to put these girls on a safe list, but it's extremely difficult to reach the villages. The phone lines are down, the roads are blocked. It's um, it's devastating, but the news that is coming in from a lot of our students is that they've lost homes, they've lost many family members, and you know there's possibly some worse news to come. So it, it, we're right in the centre of it all, and um, yeah, it's just, it's just. Um, I, I mean, I'm still in a state of shock to be honest, but it, it means so much to me to share about this with everyone and, and also to let people know that, you know, we can all come together and help also, because I know there's a lot of news coverage and the scenes are devastating, but we can also come together and make efforts to, you know, rebuild at least people's homes. We have a fundraising appeal to rebuild our boarding houses because they're not just houses, they are, you know, they're life-changing um, sort of places where and, girls and, thrive. And, and Sonia, you were talking about the fact that the students weren't in those buildings at the time. Have those buildings, as far as you're aware, the six boarding houses, have they been completely destroyed? I have seen lots of video footage the house mothers are sending to me and, I mean, uh, to be honest, some of them look like they might just have to be completely rebuilt. It's hard to, to say, but we will have some structural engineers going up as soon as possible to assess it. But the thing is, our houses are in towns and the towns are also in a terrible condition. And it's it's like that the whole region really is devastated. And the thing with these rural areas is that they're the last to really have aid. And, um, you know, it's just so difficult to get teams in there to rebuild um so we have no idea really what time scale we're looking at, but you know we have we have precious lives and, and we have to keep uh, yeah we just have to keep going for these girls and, and and their communities and actually one of our girls asthma well she's a young woman now but she's actually coordinating um, efforts in her village and it's just so obvious the empowerment she's had through education that she can do that and also another of our students who just got her master's degree last year she's also in her village which is in a terrible state and very remote and cut off from you know the the medical care they need food they need blankets they're all sleeping outside either because they don't have a home or because they're too scared to stay in in what's left because of potential um aftershocks so yeah it's a really very sad scene but you know the international community is amazing we've had so many great messages of support and we you know we're just having to think creatively about how we can do our best for these communities Sonia, uh, Sonia Omar uh, from the uh, Education for All Morocco, um, thank you for joining us and just letting us know the latest situation. Obviously extremely concerned that these schools, when all this is clear, that these schools get rebuilt because clearly such an important part of the community. Thank you for, um, for sharing your thoughts with us. Thank you. Thank you so much.